Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the podcast that now has no music. It's all oh. sad. We, we It's like we've lost budget. Uh, we've gained microphone, but lost budget. But that can't be true, because if you heard the voice of my guest, that must mean I have loads in the bank, depending on who you are. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Well, it yeah. was Halloween on Saturday. Today is Monday. Well, for us, it's Monday the 6th, 26th, and for you guys, it's Monday the 2nd, if my calendar's correct, I think. Um, I, I I have a uni deadline today, so I really should know if it is the 2nd of November or not, <laughs> technically. But um, yeah, so uh, joining me is Reese. Hello, Reese. Hello, mate. Hello, How's it everyone. going? I'm all very well, yeah. Well, obviously for us, it's like the build-up to Halloween week, so... Um, yeah. Yeah, we're a different vibe compared to everybody listening who would be like, yeah. I'm done with it. Yeah, they wait till the Christmas podcast. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, so um, I could ask you what you did on Halloween, but there'd be no point because it hasn't happened I'm yet. I'm already booked in with you again. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, we did, this, we did the timeless quiz. Hopefully it all yeah, went well. We should, we should have done that, that. That should have been the plan. And hopefully if all goes well, I'm just checking my... Uh, Mic level, my mic level's good. Because yeah, last time, last time I did this, I had the mic level wrong and fixed it midway through. Um, but yeah, so so what have you been up to, much, mate? I know you released. This could be some weird. Uh, have you got anything that you are planning to release before this comes out, so you can say like, this has dropped yesterday, but actually it hasn't <laughs> dropped yet. I wish I could. No, I don't. I don't know what I'm gonna release. Yet. I don't. Know. I I've just done um, a series twelve uh, monster trailer, so like a horror style trailer uh for like the monsters in series 12 um apart from the darts of course because obviously we haven't had the special yet gotta but... love those dregs yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they're uh well there's a yeah obviously we'll talk about it later on but yeah there's a really cool horror sequence in orphan 55 with them but um yeah so yeah just like just picking out the certain elements and um but apart from that no i've got nothing really nothing planned really for the upcoming week so so mm. it'll be surprised to me <laughs> listening back to this going like, what did I release? Maybe nothing, maybe not. Um, you know, it's just, yeah. Uh, it's the world we live in at the minute, isn't it? It's kind of makes these interesting intro things difficult. I mean, during the summer, there was a time where I guess would come on and it'd be like, oh, I was able to go to this event or I was able to actually go outside and buy this. Or, and it seems now the yeah. world's going to slowly become locked down again for a few more months before... Hopefully we can get back to normal and do events and, uh, you know. Yeah, hopefully it would be nice to start the new year, uh, being able to kind of get back to a bit more normality. I don't mind, like, these next two months for Christmas, sort of sort of staying in whatever, you know, just I don't mind having those restrictions if that yeah. means we could start the new year being like, hey. But since you were last on this show, we have now since met in person. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How uh, how how bad how how bad am I then? It was the, the Alex is the most horrible. Per- no, <laughs> no, it yeah. was a, no. We had a really fun time. Uh, we did. Was, we uh, got ditched by beef. That was. Should we tell? Should we tell the story? We got time, right? He won't. He won't. He won't. It was not. He didn't do a bad thing. Um, So essentially, we. Yeah. Do do you want to tell it, and I'll interject with um. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's for um Adam's birthday. He's been on the podcast talking about the boys and stuff. Um. So it was. We were very lucky actually because it was the weekend. 
of they're about to do the uh, rule of six, weren't they? Mm-hmm. So you literally just luckily yeah. put to when we did, but um, yeah, so it was a fun, yeah, and no, it was a fun day in that and a fun night. Um, I think me and you were quite sober because like, because of the ordering drinks thing, it was weird. So we obviously you had to order from the table. Yeah. So, and yeah. it's it's not like spoons. This is clearly a place that isn't used to table service, but somewhere it's like spoons, no. they've been doing it for ages, so they kinda of got on gear. This place it was sort of like you might get a drink every hour. The drinks you got were lovely. You don't the quality of drinks were were, were decent taste. It's just uh, yeah. the 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 amount of uh, drinking was was uh, not very high. And it got to that point in the night, because me and you had to me and you were the only people that really had to travel. Everyone else was sort of sure. localish. Yeah, yeah we travelling quite a well, yeah, that, I mean, that week I moved to Cardiff and then came oh, down yeah, to London. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that was mental, yeah. Yeah, so the Wednesday I moved to Cardiff and then on the on the Saturday I came to you, but no, me and you were the only people that came, came in and it came towards the end of the night. We were leaving the place that we had our food and stuff. Uh, we got the entire place saying happy birthday to Adam, which I wish we got on record. I like. Did we not? Oh, man. We, I don't think I was on the record, but literally we started singing it just by ourselves and then everyone else in the room Joined in. Yeah, it was mental. It was sort of like chill. So you could see Adam in the corner, like feeling going, like, what the hell's going on? Type thing. Slowly the table, like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was getting towards the point of the night. We just left this, um, and me and you were quite tired. Um, and Beef, being Beef, who's lovely and always up for stuff, he was like, let's start for more drinks, more drinks, let's go. And I could see, I could, me and you were sort of like, no, let's go back to the hotel. Essentially, me, you, and Beef are meant to be staying in this hotel. Um, yeah, and fun. yeah, and then, and then, and then, and then we both wanted to go to bed. But I said to you, "No, don't worry about it. I'll stay out with him, make sure he gets back all right, whatever." Because me and you went to the hotel earlier in the day to take off our stuff. He didn't come with us. He stayed no, at the like home. We, yeah, yeah. Because like yourself, we travel quite far, so it was like, right, we drop off our stuff, and then we just be not have like any restrictions or bags or anything. Uh, going London, yeah. So, so you went to bed. You went back to the hotel, um, and f- and then unfortunately, beef. I don't know. He didn't get too drunk. Beef's definitely been a lot more drunk, but certainly was drunk enough. After like two more drinks, he was like, "Right, I'm going home, lads." Um, and I'd never been to London before. I mean, we weren't we weren't in a dodgy area, but we weren't in like central London. There were areas where. I didn't feel particularly... But there was a party going on because this was the weekend before the Royal Estate, so there was a massive party going on down the road from where we were. Do you remember that? All those yeah. people in that corner? And that was yeah, still yeah. kicking off. So I was, I didn't feel comfortable, but he's like, no, nah, no, nah, I've got to go home. Um, so then I stayed out to make sure Beef got back to the hotel for him to go, I'm off home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was the most... Like, I was like, oh, no. And then th- I, I was like, oh, Christ. And then thankfully... Owen, who was the loveliest person in the world, was like, no, no, don't worry, mate, I'll take you back. I think he narrowly missed his tube, but the best bit was when, obviously, you were in bed. You weren't asleep. You were just in bed. Um, no, and I, then... I kind of, like, like I said, obviously, I was in bed, but I was a bit like, I don't feel like I want to see yet, just because I was a bit, I, was, I said to you before, so you left, like, if you're any trouble, just let me know. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, and come back again, but, yeah. Yeah, and then, um, and then Owen comes in. He's like, what, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> and then it turns out, yeah. So so first time in London, got ditched by Beef. Um, but, you know, I obviously still love him and it was actually more hilarious than anything else. I did leave my Exeter house keys with him, which have since been lost in the post. So 
There no, you no, go. You've never gone back. No, never gone back. Or... Um, I got a letter from like, the mail service saying, "Sorry, we lost this package in the post." <laughs> um, so, yeah. so yeah, that was that was something. <laughs> yeah, like you said, I think um, I, I'm always quite cautious. Obviously, you obviously drink responsibly, but I think, especially in London, I'm always more cautious about sort of like you've just be you have to have your senses about you sort of going around bits. Like for example, we were crossing the road. I was with Adam. Some guy was asking for directions to the shop. Right, and we were like, well, sorry, we don't really know about the area. And he was like, we said, oh, I think Adam said, oh, it's just down there. And the guy was I like, know this. yeah, and the guy was like, well, it better be, it better be. We regret it. I'm thinking, you just asked us, us for directions, and now you're like threatening us. What the hell? So, yeah. I mean, there's bits like that, you just got me so kind of like, yeah. I just laughed at it. I was thinking, oh my God. But yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. That, that's yeah, really and cool. also, also the drinks prices in London are ridiculous. Yeah, for us two who kind of live, like, yeah, obviously kind of in more like rural areas, like it's half for like a, the price of like a normal pipe, for example, is like double. Yeah, that. absolutely. And I mean, yeah. also we're we're from the same part of the UK. We're not in the same city or anything, but we're from the same, you know, region. Yeah, yeah. Region of the UK. Um, if you can't tell by our lovely voices, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, so we're kind of used to stuff. I remember what what drink was it that you were like, oh, I want this drink. And they had no idea what it was <laughs> in London. Um, oh, the first the first time I went to London, um, so there's a drink, there's a cider drink called Thatcher's, which is like, I'm sure people have heard of it, but it's, it's predominantly because like main Somerset is like quite commercialised. Um, so the first time I went to London, and I was just like, yeah, can I have a pint of Thatcher's, please? And they're like, sorry, what? <laughs> what's Thatcher's? And I was like, oh no. And then there's like, then there's this like American group of people and they're like, what's Thatcher's? And I was like, I'm doing the worst American act ever. But I was like, oh yes, it's like cider drink. And I all these people, like they were like this, like this like mysterious drink. No one knew. So I'd like the bar people and this like group of Americans being like, listening to what Thatcher's was. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it is, yeah, it is very pricey, which, um, is not a bad thing, I guess. So no, no. I mean, it's definitely a good time, and um, you know, hopefully. Where we went to the restaurant, though, that I think the best one was actually so it's like a Copperberg strawberry and lime, but they actually put the actual strawberries and lime in the drink. So like, I was like, really yeah. Nice. I mean, I remember as well, just from the day um, when th- this poor girl. <laughs> Who was out? We were in the BFI. And for the most oh, people listening, so it's probably not, we're talking about this poor girl was on the phone for about an hour, and Beef was like, "I'm going to go out and take a picture with this girl." Oh, <laughs> uh, me, I, I believe everyone else. I believe most people because we're sort of like, "Yeah, go on, like, do it." It was just like it's sort of like I think me, you, and maybe our, our, our good friend Morgan were like, "What? What are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it was a yeah, it was a very much like I obviously yeah, she's out there for like an hour obviously. on the phone. <laughs> yeah, literally like um I think I think nobody I think once beef done it, it was like oh god, and a few people went up there and like Well yeah, she was there. she was she was going for it. Like, she literally you see her talking on the phone and she turned look at the camera, smile for a second and go back to talking on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. But then we had a lovely day out on the Sunday, didn't we? Because it was just, yeah, it, it was just, it was just me and you then, um, left in London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Um, like, obviously, it was quite nice actually. Because um, usually, when I go to London, like 
when I first go, like with Adam, you know, he's gone like London quite well. But obviously, picked up on some stuff. So obviously, you that that being your first time London, we we kind of planned a route to get back, but we allowed ourselves plenty of time. But we managed to find some time there. We were like, oh yeah, we got some time to kill. So obviously, well, well, originally, yeah. well, what we did was made a bit of a tactical boo boo. Um, because the thing is, right, as you guys know, as you guys know, I'm in a wheelchair. Um, and we, and Adam, who gave us the best route ever to get back, we'd have got back with like an hour and a half to spare, two hours. We got to that place, and then me and you were sort of like, could just go to Forbidden Planet. There'll, oh, be, there'll be a tube station somewhere. Yeah, we there, there were, but none of them were accessible. Yeah, famous as that was like, yeah, we'll be fine. And it was like, Oh no! That... So it took us like, and then the, and then we had, we bought a ticket at the tube for the tube people to go. Yeah, you're you're at the wrong place, mate. And it was like what? Yeah. Um, oh. And yeah. luckily, the the bus driver let us on for free. We didn't even tell the bus driver our story. He just let us on. No, it was um yeah swings and roundabouts. You know, it was asking you know, oh no, you have to pay. But no, he was like, he was like, yeah, just go, just go off. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, like people like that. Um, I think he just saw a predicament <laughs> moving in like, what are you doing? Yeah. No, it's fine. Like, um, but no, how did you find, yeah, obviously the two on the touristy stuff. Yeah, you- no, I mean, it, was a good, it was a good time. I think in a way it was probably better that it was just like me and you for that sort of thing because there wasn't so many people like around. And also the, the, it was a beautiful day. The, the Saturday wasn't bad for weather, but the Sunday was beautiful and sunny like all throughout. Which made yeah. it, which made it a lot nicer. And obviously, it was in late September, so it wasn't too cold yet. Even when it was sunny, it was still could still be quite warm. You could still get a warm day. Um, so we, had, I think, we got quite lucky. I think yeah, it was really good fun. It was sort of weird to see like all these places like FP because I've seen a lot of vlogs and stuff. People were like let's look at FP, and then for it to actually be a real thing, it was a bit sad to see how low the Doctor Who shelf was. But hey, that's the content we get these days, I guess. Um, yeah, um... because obviously there's a lot of stuff downstairs. The big finish, new DVDs, new books, but the actual like upstairs shelf is like six items. <laughs> yeah, well, the last time I went there before uh, going with you, obviously, was uh, February for like uh, Sophie Olger's book. At the time, um, she was signing at Chartered End, and they had all the figures and that. And there was right in the corner there was a display. So going off that, I was like, right, Alex, this is where this is going to be. And they went there. I was like, oh, there's nothing. I was like, where's it gone? So yeah, it, it, it definitely has it definitely reduced by that time. Um there's no like figures or anything there. It was weird, yeah. So um oh no, no, it had been moved, sorry, but it was a really small section, it's like literally one of the corners of the shop, yeah. So move like one corner to the other, but um yeah, it, it yeah, downstairs is really good good there for like all your DVDs and uh books and that. It's a really good section down there. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, so yeah, it, it was a good time though. We had a lot of fun. We got to Paddington with more than enough time. We had a McDonald's, and that was sort of it. Um, yeah. it was sort of a strange day though, wasn't it? I think because it was the first time in a while as well. I think, and it was the first time for me ever actually, but for you guys, first time in a while, it definitely felt like this was a sort of like had to be that day, otherwise, it just wasn't going to happen. We sort of got quite lucky. We were in this pocket, like you were saying, then like the next or the Monday after was the new rule in place that was it so yeah. it, was, it sort of felt like a you know like a you know time to like yeah it was either there it was now or never essentially which was uh quite quite good it it really was yeah um yeah like for, for obviously i know you obviously haven't done any events or anything but you obviously the, the group of what we were with usually 
uh, do sort of meetups all the time. We used to like running like BFI events for the uh, collection Blu-rays and stuff and conventions and all the time. And obviously, obviously since March and I just become nothing. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of the midpoint. But like you said, if, if it was a week, one week later, we wouldn't be able to do it. Obviously, because more six of us. <laughs> See, yeah. Um, yeah, mental. So, so let's hope next year, I think especially more likely in the back half, hopefully we can get some kind of BFI event or something. Fingers crossed, and uh, we can actually do it properly. We don't need to worry about numbers. We can see all the all the faces and stuff <laughs> as well. But yeah, so hopefully there'll be no stress, uh, um, and everyone can do everything. Um, that'd be good fun. Uh, but since then, there's not much been going on. As I said, the world's slowly shutting down. Not to the point of March. It's not. No, but it it's it's definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it, no, so, yeah, it is definitely reducing back a bit than what we we. It was kind of a becoming a bit more normal, um, like the new norm, for example. Sorry, not, not normal, but you like we were kind of getting used to like wearing masks and shops and all this stuff. But now it seems to be more. What's this this tier system? Like, yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I live in Wales, which is completely different, and it's the most confusing thing in the world. To be a Welsh person, look at the English news and go, oh, this doesn't even apply to me anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, don't think I, I don't think I knew that they were going to, like, complete lockdown until I spoke to you, because obviously, obviously you're in uh, Cardiff Union stuff. So, um, yeah, yeah, crazy. That's crazy. crazy. Yes. But it does seem, to be fair, where I am, it's, it's I think we're in, like, the lowest tier one yeah no i think yeah because i went back to exeter for 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 a week or for like four days because i had a, uh, a spine appointment um and yeah you're in tier one so i was able to go see my grandparents and stuff which is all good um um and yeah we're going and now we've got a hope that we can go back for christmas um um it's kind of it's kind of fun at the minute because my family are very much like you are coming back either way <laughs> they're like yeah. we are forcing you to come home um, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the issue is well being told is I can't really sneak out <laughs> like they'd notice. But I think the interesting right. thing is I think I think the interesting thing is actually I think it was Boris said this. He said we can't impose a a restriction on people going home because they just break it anyway, and there's no way to police it. Like unless we had like armed guard on the trains and stuff, there's no way of stopping from That's leaving. Very true. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know. I, I think I think Boris knows that's I think people I think Boris knows it might be the it might be the only thing Boris knows. Um Yeah, he doesn't know a lot. <laughs> he always he always seems so like baffled and confused every time he's like, <laughs> oh, like the oh god. But yeah, I, I think he knows faulty Christmas and that I think he knows people are gonna wanna go back and yeah, so I think I think it's important for mental health. I mean, I was saying, yeah. I was saying to my family, like, imagine spending Christmas Day in, in in this one room. Like, it would be the worst ever. Like, yeah, it would, it would be, be like, yeah, yeah, it would be ridiculous. So, uh, fingers crossed. Hopefully, um, we can go back. But it's it's a while till then. So, hopefully, things can get developed and things will get yeah. slightly better. And that's the world we live in at the minute. It's just it's it goes a day to day as a change, isn't it? Every day something can change and. You never know what could happen. One day we might just get that Doctor Who trailer. 
One day. <laughs> One day, who knows? Um, but, mate, I did want to talk to you about a bit of news because I spoke to Adam about this, but obviously because it's a thing that's coming out in the next few years, what is your opinion? Because uh, you're a big Marvel head. Uh, what do you think about the uh, Spider-Man multiverse, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield news thing? Yeah, I am. I'm, like, mega pumped. It feels a bit like... Soon? Like, uh, not soon. I was going to say, I was gonna say that... It, it maybe I'm not like Spider-Man Three now. So putting too much in there, but it all seems like really, really like fanfic stuff. It's like having all the free Spider-Man together. That's like a pipe dream. That's like no, nah, they wouldn't do that, would they? And it's like if they do it, it'd be like the best. Yeah, it would just be mental. Um, the Doctor Strange thing's cool. Um, I, I hope. I, I think it'd be like a mental type thing, but it'd be hopefully it's not like another father type. Yeah, I think I think I don't think we'll get at that with. I think it's just going to sound very badly worded, but I think Doctor Strange will be a bit more hard on Peter than perhaps yeah. a Tony Stark or even a Mysterio slash Happy Hogan thing. Um, I really hope Happy's and I want Happy. I want to yeah. genuinely. I mean, that's the first time when they obviously when they announced, yeah, Spider Man's not going to be in the MCU anymore. Remember that time? Um, yeah, I remember, remember it was just after Far From Home came out. I think I went to see the film yesterday that day, though. Um, and it was just the day that came out. And I was thinking, Happy ain't going to be with me anymore. Oh, oh man, <laughs> we all love Happy. Uh, Happy's great. Um, yeah, it's, it'd be interesting with um, Jamie. Uh, Fox. Uh, Fox. Yeah. Jamie Lee. Jamie Lee. I was Jamie Lee Curtis. That's how that. Um, no, obviously, like, the way he said about it was like he's not going to be the traditional design of like his his amazing Spider-Man. And God for that. Um, yeah, it'd be cool. Um, I I reckon it'd be really cool if the way it's sounding. I think it might be like like a Sinister Six type thing maybe that would be cool because i think i think as well in comics you can make it work right you can essentially go spider-man was able to do this thing and he was able to defeat all six of them in a film to see spider-man defeat six villains it wouldn't work you'd be like well they're just really weak whereas in other films they came across as really strong but now you can just get you know that's why i thought the way they could do Sinister six in mcu would have been an avengers Sinister six film where the actual villains were the Sinister six put six against six um that was just my two cents about it yeah. but i i mean i suppose i sort of doing that by bringing the spider-man in. look i think this one it's either gonna i really hope that marvel know what they're doing uh, because this could be really cool if they do it well. I really don't want the Spider-Man stuff to be cameos. If you're going to put them in there, go all the way, in my opinion. Like, mm. bring them in in the first half an hour and let it be those three on screen together. Don't just let them come in for the final fight, end game style. Let them breathe, because otherwise people are going to go, yeah, it was cool, but it was just CGI. With, like, maybe t- two minutes of Tobey Maguire and, you know, Andrew yeah. Garfield. So, uh, you know, I think that's really cool. Um is Doctor Strange needed? Oh, I suppose for the multiverse aspects, I guess. Um, I guess I guess it's going to be a vehicle for them to come into the MCU. Yeah, definitely. It's going to be interesting now because obviously, I believe Wonder Vision is now because obviously it was going to be Black Widow in May was like the first MCU thing, but obviously now the coronavirus stuff. I think it's Wonder Vision first, um, and it's it's, it's weird because obviously that's meant to like set up the Doctor Strange film, and then now it's like then Swap. that's going to. 
then yeah, and obviously then it's going to be like Spider Man three going into that last obviously. So it's going to be like like a like a narrative going through the three three films. Yeah, I think I think for the next I think for the next few MCU films we're going to see some maybe narrative things have to quickly change because obviously beforehand as well I think Doctor Strange was meant to come out before Spider Man, and now it's coming out after. Which is oh right yeah yeah because obviously okay. they're two they're two different production companies Sony want to stick to their date they don't have to move it even though Marvel have moved theirs so I suppose that just means rewrites we oh god rewrites for the uh, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Strange film um, as such but yeah I think I think it's really cool uh, I don't know if you saw on Instagram but Tom Holland has started filming for Spider Man or he's landed at Atlanta. Spider Man, yeah. Did you see the other one with him with this with the iPad? And he's like, I'm just about to read the script. No, did you imagine he accidentally leaked a page? He's like, Hey, he he said, He said, My lessons learned, I'm not gonna say a word about it. He said, But he was like, He was about to just sit down, and apparently, he's like, This is the iPad, I've been given like a secret code thing, and I'm gonna read the script. And they finally broke the iPad for a second because he like dropped it and he went, Oh no, and he was like, It's fine, it's fine. Did he actually go, Oh no, or did he say, Oh. He, but he, it was quite funny because he was like trying to film, bless him, and he was like, but there was this pillow and he couldn't quite sit down. So he's trying to speak to the camera. He's like, oh, let me pillow get my nerves. And he chucked it. It'd be like, he's chucked on the floor. I love that. Tom Holland's great. Did you see yeah. the picture of him on Instagram as Nathan Drake for the Uncharted film? Post a picture of himself. Yeah, no, I did. Um, yeah. Have, are you, have you ever played an Uncharted? Are you familiar? No. No, me, me, me either. He looks cool though. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw, I saw a lot of people like, you, you know, people like, like the games and like going, oh, I don't remember. It's not, uh. but uh, no, well, obviously, yeah, I, I know nothing about the games, so for me, it's just like a beautiful yeah. cool films. But um, no, I feel like Matt Damon's in it. Is, uh, Mark, no, Mark Wahlberg. You're getting all mixed up today. I'm getting really mixed up today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the favourite is still Jamie Foxx for Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I was going like, <laughs> I, I knew it was Jamie Foxx, but I was going... I want to see... I, 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 I want to see a Jamie Lee Curtis Electro. <laughs> if we don't get a Jamie Lee Curtis Electro, something's gone wrong. Oh, they but, yeah, they could do the Doc Octopus, what they did in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Octavia. Yeah, yeah get, no, that'd, no. that'd be a good shout. Um, and finally, this was controversial because it hit online. Jared Leto is returning as the Joker for extended scenes yeah. in the Snyder Cut. Hmm. What do you think? Um, I'm I'm happy about that. That's um, I I don't expect to do more than like a cameo, but apparently, obviously it's reshoots, isn't it? And I think I it's think reshoots for the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um. Well, I, I I say I've always wanted to see. I've always thought it was a missed opportunity having not having um, Ben Affleck's, but uh, Batman meet uh Jado's Joker. So because if that does happen, uh, maybe gets. It might be like it's just a scene like you're the joker and you're batman oh well, there you go oh yeah uh, <laughs> end of justice league <laughs> but um no be better I, than I'm the really, original one <laughs> yeah oh god don't no I've, i'm really excited about this uh this cut or what obviously this episode. i wonder if we're gonna be able to get it in the uk because we don't have hbo max. we are apparently um yeah because obviously hbo max is obviously not uh, it's obviously a usa thing but they have said they are going to work out distribution stuff. So whether it might be a bidding war between like Netflix and Amazon, maybe, or you know, sort of saying, "Oh, who's going to have it? What streaming?" Yeah, bit many bidding wars are happening at the minute. There's one for uh, Bond at the minute, obviously. 
because Bond yeah. is Bond is going to stream. Bond is going to streaming, and there's a it, bidding. It, yeah, and there's a bidding oh. war between Amazon and Netflix. No, sorry, Netflix and Apple TV to oh. see who gets it. I really hope it's Netflix, just because I'm not subscribed to Amazon TV and I don't want it. No Apple TV. Either. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't. There's nothing that catches my eye about Apple TV to be honest. Uh, no, there's a lot of like original content, but again, nothing that's yeah, there's nothing really like it's all original content, which is cool. Uh, but there's nothing kind of like like with Netflix and uh, Amazon Prime, you got like the boys, like kind of franchise style stuff, like in a way, I don't know, but um, yeah, no, no, it'd be cool. Um, no, it does say it just really want to see it, really. Obviously, with like the 2017 Justice League, it was a bit like. I think I liked it the, in the movie for at the time, but um, afterwards it was like, you, but it was weird. Like you can sit. Well, I remember in the film being like, I was trying to forget about like, oh, what's wrong with his mustache thing? Oh, forget about that. And then you can see all like the typical like green screen like wigs, and it was like, oh no. But um, no, of course his vision come to life. Yeah, Justice League was a whole new kettle of fish, wasn't it? Um... Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, mate, um, that's what the news done. So spooky who? Spooks who we're talking about yeah. things that's uh, a bit spooky in Doctor Who. It could be episodes. Ooh. It could be could be villains. It could be could just be people. Uh, yeah. So if I say spooky Doctor Who, what's the first thing that comes to to your head? Um, spooky. I I'm going to say the Vash and Narada. I'm going to say Time Lash. Uh, wait, what? Um... <laughs> As a plug for last week's episode. <laughs> yeah, go listen to me and Emma talk about Time Lash. Yeah. No, um... Ooh. What do... So Time Lash and is a good one. I don't want to go generic and say we pick angels. That's what I was going to say. Um, but I thought they're not... They're more terrifying than speaking. I'm going to I'm gonna go... I'm actually going to go with... Um, an episode, I an episode that I uh, kind of is a bit spooky. I'm going to go with the greatest show in the galaxy. Gives me a few spooks. Okay. Uh, um, maybe because it uh, maybe it's just kind of terrified of circus folk, but I think it's. Um, oh yeah, I guess if you like a, uh, have like a clown phobia, yeah, that must be like not a good one. <laughs> yeah, the Vashti Narada. I mean, what a concept, right? Mm. Uh, off the braid yeah. of Moffat. Yeah, I am um, like Moffat before the Rusty Davis I had like it was just like classic after classic, really. Obviously, that child and um, uh, yeah, obviously, like Blink and Vashnarada stuff. Um, yeah, it, it's cool, like with, with Moffat, especially, like I've, obviously, he kind of looks as like right, just looks at the outside world. It, it's just like a genius brain to be like, they're just like, I'm looking like now, like a shadow. Right, how can I scary? Right. What could it, what if it eats people? Um and it eats people, yeah. And then then you're just like walking Scott is like, oh god. Yes. <laughs> um yeah, I, I say I love that two part I think it's like the Doctor River stuff's awesome, but um again, yeah, those creatures. It's a shame they um they never returned actually. Because obviously you I, back. I disagree. Okay. I think they're I think they're lightning in a bottle and if you were to do it a second time. It perhaps yeah. wouldn't be as good. I was too fair. I'd double you and say the actual library concept is terrifying anyway. Like the whole, uh, uh, you know, like the, where where they go, that hub world. 
you know, where they mm. think they're in this perfect living place, but actually all the kids are the same. It just shuts down if you're not around. Like the kids oh, are like, yeah. obviously Donna's kids are like, mummy, when you're not here, we don't do it. We just stay still. We don't do anything. Like, that's yeah. horrifying to think that you're in a world where you think you're in perfect bliss. You've got you know, this amazing husband. Uh, mm. And then touch. Yeah. Um, it's a bit like um, extremists. Really, isn't it? It's extremist, but if extremist was good, it was good. No, I don't like extremists. I don't. I'm not a fan of extremists. Oh, I see. Oh, uh, sorry. I thought you saying extremists good. I was thinking, oh, no, extremists no. isn't good though. Um, it's not bad. It's just a bit of nothing. But no, I think this is a really strong thing, and I think the whole Doctor Moon thing is quite terrifying. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, considering the fact it comes across as a person, but actually it isn't a person. Dr. Moon is more of a whole amalgamation of other things. And I, I swear there was like, I don't know if there's an interview with Moffat or Rusty Davis, but like he was meant to be like a doctor from the future or something, apparently. Like, yeah. that was like, apparently, that was like, could have, that was basically an intention that like you could have took, like that could have been. But, um, but yeah, no, you see, yeah, the whole kind of like fake reality type thing um it, it's quite a, like a, a, a quite a modern scary concept like in, in sort of science fiction stuff but um but in in that it's yeah it's really demented like you said like the stuff in the park like all the, the it's quite funny re-watching it because like you notice that they're all the kids in the park are all the same clothing well, yeah when you watch it the re-watch. second time yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh that's clever yeah and obviously her face as well as you that's like yeah oh um but, yeah, I think it's really cool. The Vashnarada as well are really, really cool. I think especially in that first part, I don't find them as terrifying when they're the suit men, where they're just moving slowly. I think at that point, they're not bad still, but then I think that initial idea of the shadow is actually more scary than the whole suit with the skeleton. Yeah. Yeah, similar to Blinko, it's something you can't avoid. Because uh, you, like the blinking type of thing, obviously you need to blink so um but like shadows like you said if you were like if you were told like right now is like right don't touch the shadows or you're gonna um yeah it's obviously tapping into like the fear of the dark and stuff you'd be like how do i get out of this there's shadows everywhere <laughs> so yeah yeah there's there's no real way of avoiding it and again like you're saying Moffat's so good at like, it's like looking out the window finding an everyday thing looking around him and turning that into gold um yeah, I think yeah, I think that's I think that's a good contender. Do you know what we should do? I think we should just name some things, and at the end, pick what okay. we think is actually the spookiest. What's going to win the spookiest Doctor? The Spooks Award of who? <laughs> Spooky like, like monsters and creatures, I guess. And monsters, creatures, episodes, uh, characters. Right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you something now, and okay. I'm being legitimately serious. My spooky who thing is Angie and Artie because they were terrifying. Every time they were on screen, wanted to turn it off. Who? Angie and Artie. Oh! <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it took me a second to click who they were. Yeah. That acting. Every time. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> um, um, yeah, that, that didn't work, did it? Possibly. <laughs> possibly the worst possibly the worst recurring characterization of teenagers in Doctor Who 
because they've moff i don't know whose decision it was to write them maybe it was gaiman's maybe it was moffat's i don't know but for example they went right one's a smart nerd the other one's into like cool she's like hip the other but the younger boy he's a nerd and so that's his thing and then the other one's a sassy she's hip and she wants to you know not obey clara because she's a teenager and it just comes across as so bad it's like um what episode is it when they find out or they clap when, when they come back and oh it's yeah it's the end of the crimson horror so just before they're kind of like uh, yeah. feature episode in uh, number of silver but yeah. um it's like yeah it's like when angie's like oh that's your boyfriend if you don't tell us we're gonna tell mum it's like what are you what like <laughs> clara hey, don't believe you what you're not <laughs> like clara just get the pictures rip them up and throw them in the bin <laughs> and then if they get them up on their laptop their parents are just gonna think it's photoshopped <laughs> yeah like I, I think um I think when I'm in Silver, I think Neil Gaiman said Moffat told him to put them in it. I, I think he was like, Well, yeah. Stephen, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's a very meta thing, though. That was like, that sounds like. Um... I mean, mate, it, it is. I'd say the worst characterization of any character. And they're not even a character, but it is just so bad. And I'm a big fan of resolution, but that scene where the Wi-Fi goes down and you get that take cut away to the family is one of the worst, if not the worst things in Doctor Who. Resolution's a great episode. To put, right, if you delete that scene, thoroughly enjoy that scene though, where the Wi-Fi goes down. What are we going to do now? Talk. Oh, God. <laughs> like, um... I, I could just put kid acting in Doctor Who in here as a whole but it's, it's quite uh, that's quite funny in series though, man, having like those ram scenes because what was yeah it was obviously the salad man wasn't there um, well see yeah, but that was funny though because it was a drunk man coming off yeah, night out. Was, yeah, like, funny moments like just like random cutaways to like it's, it's like doctor who does family guy um <laughs> yeah 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 that's funny because like the the joke kind of worked didn't it when like graham's like what a monster! Like it's quite yeah. funny. Um, and then, one is, yeah, but it's like, yeah, not greatly acted, is it? But yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, Angie and I is but should we do should we do five things each and then, and then okay, yeah, so that sounds good to me. Five. Okay. Okay. Right. Um, so yeah, Angie and I is my first thing that goes into Spooky Who. It's like Room One Hundred One. Um, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say the Tenth Planet. Oh, good one. Good one. Very yeah. good. Um, I would... Yes, I think so. Um, I think this is very good because looking at it from a different lens, uh, especially because obviously we neither of us were alive in the 60s. We're, we're, not, we're nowhere near that old. Um, but no. thinking about it back then when that came out, that would have been horrifying to see the see these people, to see these like human-looking things. Uh, that actually aren't humans. I'd have these really cool voices probably at the time. Obviously, now it sounds a bit funny. You, yeah. um, <laughs> but, but but now, it, but that then it must have been like, what the hell? Like, crazy. Uh, and I think, I think the whole episode is really good. The build up of the Cybermen as well. So, did they arrive till the end of part two? Maybe the end of part one. I know there's a cliffhanger where you see a lot. I can't think of what episode it is, but then. Yeah, I think at the end of episode one, like they reveal themselves because, like, I think 
they're in like cloaks and then they attack some like the soldiers at the base or something and then the cliffhanger is like they put their human hand out and you think oh what's and then it's just like this like but yeah it's like oh um yeah yeah like for me i I say i at the when i i the first i watched the term flat was on uh vhs like i used to go to like car boot sales yeah yeah so um so I kind of watched through that and it was like, obviously through like an older TV, uh, like VHS thing. And um, the Sidemen were the first thing that like, absolutely terrified me as a kid. Like I've been all right. I, I kind of, um, the first series Doctor, I kind of dipped and out. I wasn't really like into it as a kid, but series two. What? Your favorite series and you didn't <laughs> like it? What? Well, no, I missed what? That. <laughs> what? I, I don't think I was... <laughs> It was more like it was more like family being like, "Hey, like the Daleks. Oh, there's a regeneration. You should really watch this." Like, it was like okay. Um, Galifrey yeah, Feather ninety seven exposed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so yeah, so series two, I was like, New Earth onwards. I was like, this is it. Um, That's so, a surprise because New Earth is a particularly good one. <laughs> I know. I don't know why the episode. I was like, I can't, I can't miss. I can't miss them now. Um, but the Cybermen. <laughs> For some reason, they really freaked me out. I don't know. I don't know if it's because like no, they're, they're my scariest uh, monster, yeah. especially yeah. in especially in I can't think of the concept. You know, humans that are slowly because it's our world isn't going to that extent yet, where we're like we must become cybernetic. But everything we do is going uh, more technology based. Um, for example, and you know, um, we have like things listening to us. Like, I've got an Amazon Echo down there, it's listening to every word I say. And it becomes part yeah. of everyday life now that we just have these things that, you know, technology's taken over. And then to have a, a human physically get rid of all that to just become technology is yeah. crazy. And then it, especially with the Mondasian side, man, to have this mismatch as well, where you can still see the human, like the human on hand. And ooh. yeah, yeah, this, the series two ones. Um, I, when I, when I, I remember watching the Army Ghost next time trailer as a kid, and I was like, I, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to do this. I'm not doing. I was. I, I remember. I was like. <laughs> I, I. I had a conversation with my parents as a kid, being like, "Should I watch this?" Like, yeah, go, watch it, watch it. And I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, I'm for afraid. But yeah. So when. So when I got the VHS for Tenth Planet, it was like I was a bit older then. But yeah, like w- watching it. And j- yeah, like as a kid as well, especially like um, kind of not looking at as like oh, it's just like I. I don't know. I. I, I remember Moffat saying in like an interview because I think. Uh, when Capaldi was what was said, oh, how much he loved him. Like uh, Moffat was like, yeah, but like they're just like they just got cloths and they're not they just got like the cheap cheap costume. But I never saw them as that. And I think Moffat got obviously when he obviously brought them back and obviously well enough in time those specific design. Um, he got the horror of like it's it's obviously what's meant to be underneath. It's not just like a cheap costume, whatever. But um, yeah, like like you said, without two parts as well. It's it's the kind of next. It was it was quite close to at the time. It was like this could be where we're going. Do you mean? Well, as a kid at the time as well, so it was a bit more like oh. Yeah, um, and and last well, I think I mean obviously if you watched it as a kid and any kid did watch it, this the tenth planet as an episode is the first time the Doctor gets defeated. Um, um, yeah, you know as well, which is a terrifying thing as a child to see to see your hero at that point who's faced the Daleks and um, you know historical figures who are who are perhaps not liked and 
um, other things in the in the first Doctor era that can't come to the sensor rights. They're pretty groovy. Um, yeah, the, the Celestial Toy Maker, although I've not seen that one because obviously none of us can. But shout out to you, Kieran. Um, <laughs> you know, see him fall at the end of the episode. Um, obviously, none of the kids would have got the um, never wouldn't have got the politics or what, what was going on with William Hartnell with him being ill and stuff. They would just seen their hero fall. I think that's a, that's a horrifying thing to end the episode on. Mm, it, yeah, like you said, obviously, for us going back to watch it, uh, you know, obviously we know, but at the time, if you're watching it, and you don't, yeah, imagine if you're not bloody hurt. Yeah, it must have been like a twist and a half. Yeah, but like you said, you're like, oh my God, what's, and it's like, oh, yeah, there's this new person now. It's like, oh my God, what has happened? Yeah, yeah no, so. legitimately, yeah. I think, I think, yeah, I think you've done well there with that one. Right, this is going to sound weird because I've got a theme of children going on, but my next one is legitimate and it is the empty child. Okay. That's how good. how could it how could it not be? It's mm. such a good thing. Not only in itself, but the, the setting around it, right? World War Two, which is a terrifying thing anyway for a young kid to be. And he, like we we learned about it in history, and obviously we, as you get that kind of drilled into you as a young kid about world wars. So we all know as kids, it's not it's not a good thing. And then to have this kid who's just looking for his mummy, but unfortunately has been kind of zombified to mm. turn other people into, into what he is, is horrifying. And the direction is incredible. The writing from Moffat is brilliant. And every time you hear the, are you my mummy? The reason I didn't put the gas mask zombies on here as a whole... I don't find them as scary when it's older people doing it. I sort of go, it kind of takes me out. But it's that scene when they're in the house, right? And he puts his hand through the letterbox. That's the terrifying thing. Like that scene I have drilled into me, in my head. Yeah. Because they eat my mummy. Like that, that entire scene. Uh, it's horrifying. And then, yeah, obviously Nancy is a great character. Turns out that's her child. It's like, it's really good stuff. Um, but, and then they have that really good scene in the, in the you have the really good scene at the end of part one where uh, it turns out that um, it's not Richard Harris what's his name the guy that oh uh, Richard Wilson that's the one Richard yeah. Harris is Dumbledore Richard Wilson and he tends to the transformation yeah today doesn't look great into special effects but the actual what they're going for looks horrifying like yeah. you know I mean obviously it looks a bit you know a bit I don't know what the word you'd call it, a bit smooth for it to look like it's actually happening. Looks a bit kind of jelly. Yeah, like, it's, yeah it's an amazing effect, though. Like, even, obviously, obviously now it's slightly dated, but, you know, yeah, it's, it's a, like, in concept especially, it's like, yeah. yeah. And then you see them all rise, and that's really cool. Um, but then, obviously, the Doctor tells them to, to go to their room, which is a great scene. But I, I think as well, the child is just so terrifying. Terrifying. Um, I think it's the first time in the modern era that Doctor Who got incredibly scary because, yeah, we have the Gelf in episode three, Unquiet Dead, which are quite scary, but they're not visualised too much. Like they're quite CGI, they're, they're see-through towards the end. Uh, they're more spooky in the stuff you don't see, whereas this is actually a good villain that when you see it, it scares you. Yeah, I, I think again the, the the gas mask thing obviously got a lot of, obviously a lot of connotations with World War Two and that, but um, similar to Simon, it's kind of that blank hollow 
expression. Um, especially obviously like being with a kid as well. That's just even more sort of spooky. Um, but yeah, like, like the whole. Yeah, that uh, yeah, that, that was the first time. I think that that was the first time in the new series. Anyway, it was like, oh, is this going a bit too far? Do you know what I mean? It was like, it, or not that they played it safe at all. But I mean, that was the first kind of like dip into horror. Um, like, yeah, like obviously not too horror. Obviously, like not too horror is obviously not like blood and gore and what we see in like modern horror stuff. Like, um, uh, but yeah, like like you said, it's. Um, yeah, just like that, the voice as well. Like, if you heard that, you'd be like, you'd be like, oh, okay, time to go. <laughs> um, but as like as well, it's yeah, it's got a real emotional story as well. Episodes, obviously, um, at the end, it's yeah, it's um, it's tr- um probably my favorite Night Doctor story, I think. Yeah, Maybe I- there's so many. There's actually so many good ones. Um, in terms of overall stories, I don't think as an overall series it's that great, which we do, we talked about in a previous podcast. We do a series ranking, um, which is the most popular episode ever, um, which is great. Um, I've made six p off that podcast. Wow, uh, <laughs> we're getting there. Um, but uh, you know, it's yeah, I think it's great, um, especially right next one for you. Okay. Um, I'm going to go for the Crinoid. 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 So they're from the Seeds of Doom. Yes. Story. Yes, I know. Um, so, I've not seen this one, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah. I won't, I won't spoil Basically, there's a lot of body horror in it, which really freaked me out when I first watched it on VHS. And it's a, it's a really good story. It's six parts, but it's divided up really cool. Um, they're... There's this, there's bit I, I don't want to spoil it really, but there's um, you can do like to be honest I'm not gonna go. There's like... this plantation. Um, it's just again it's like a normal thing like just like um this sort of alien plantation. Um, and there's a guy that wants to kind of profit on it. Uh, and he uses this guy, uh, and he basically mutates into a crinoid, and you see the whole process like with him like losing memory. Um, he like sees a mirror and he's all becoming like fungi and it's like really like it's it's, it's a bit like um uh the horror from the fly just you know you so mutate into like this because you've not watched primeval have you i have yeah i've, I've um I've do, seen, remember, yeah, do, you I've remember, do, do you remember the one with the fungus it was it was when it was it wasn't before it became low budget it was like in the series three uh it's like the middle one uh there was one that, where people would turn to fungus um, oh right, okay. And I feel like that's a very similar concept. Yeah, I think I I I watched the first two series quite religiously, and then the third one after I kind of dipped in out, and then I stopped watching eventually. So, um, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's just one of those memories, like same as the Simon kind of like, obviously you could become that. And obviously, obviously, it's one of those little things. Obviously, with plantation being everywhere, like like. Like obviously was like with like uh you know plants and like the wind and uh like tsunamis and all this stuff like it's kind of like that if if that wanted to it could probably like take us out and stuff like that I think well <laughs> um but but yeah like just having that body horror um obviously like don't touch any plants basically <laughs> like if you're in a forest you'd be absolutely like screwed but um 
Yeah, yeah, that's just something that really, like, really freaked me out as a kid. I'm just, I always think back to it, so you go, ooh, that's nasty, that's really gruesome. I, I think, again, there's a similar theme here with us where every day things that can happen, that yeah. obviously, like, um, are the ones that fix up the most. Um, is there anything else you want to say on, on, on that one? Or no, you, no, you can do your next pick. Cool. Uh, my, my, my next one, and I think this is possibly the most the, the scariest episode of who Ooh. ever and this isn't this isn't like oh. I, I, whenever i watch this one it is it, it can be pretty scary it's not it's not doctor who in itself but i'm gonna count it i want to go with the sarah jane adventures episode the nightmare man it's in the who universe does this count am i allowed to yeah, well, yeah, yeah, why not? It's my podcast. There's no rules. Yeah, well, that, that broadens my thing then because I can go on. To, yeah, okay. Yeah, but the Nightmare Man, I think, is legitimately the scariest villain to me mm. at the time of release. So I didn't used to, I didn't watch Doctor Who to 2013, but I would always go around my nan's house on Sunday afternoons, and Sarah Jane Adventures would be on mm. on Sunday afternoon. I didn't know what Doctor Who was. I just watched Sarah Jane Adventures think it was its own thing. I remember that episode, and I was like, "Holy crap, that was terrifying." Um, Judy and Bleach is so brilliant, and it plays off the again the fear of the dark, sort of you know in your dreams. You know what kind of what conjures up your nightmares? Why do you dream? Why do you have nightmares? What is it? And to have Judy and Bleach play a sort of like manipulator of that, and especially going to a character like Luke, who essentially is the character that grows throughout Sarah Jane Adventures uh, the most, to the point where he leaves at the end of this episode. I think he's he didn't get superb and Bleach plays it brilliantly. He has a great voice for it as well. Sorry, Julian, if that's your actual voice. I assume it's not. I assume there's got to be something going on there. <laughs> it probably um, worth you said about the Davros thing, but <laughs> <laughs> um but no, I think I think it's I think it's incredible. Um what do you think of the Nightmare Man as a concept? I, I, it's scary, it's, it's terrifying, especially at the time. Yeah, it's it's uh, amazing concept. Um shout out to the writer Joe Lister, um, who I know yeah, really great guy. Um it, yeah, it, it, obviously it works brilliantly for obviously like the Luke scenario in that episode. Obviously, he's obviously about to make a life-changing thing, and and obviously, like you said, it's something we can relate to. Like obviously, with dreams, we can like I, I feel with dreams, it, it kind of what most people relate to is either giving you a message or putting a story together of things your brain kind of like throughout the day just can't compute. It becomes this kind of grand narrative. Obviously, nightmares as well. So plays on fears, and it's like, oh no, what's? Um, uh, so yeah, the the nightmare man. Yeah, really, uh, really well executed monster. Really well written. Obviously, with June Bleach, who obviously played Davros, um, has a lot. Obviously, with Davros, is there's kind of like this set boundary thing. Um, but with nightmare man, I felt like he could kind of create. Yeah, a lot of I could tell you have a lot of fun with it. Like the the sort of like there's a lot of funny scenes. Um, Obviously, it's quite scary. The the dolphins going around, but it's kind of like a bit like the it clown come around. There's like laughing. Yeah, the the Pennywise clown. Yeah. Um, so, so I think as well. I think it's also the set pieces in that story. I think they must have given that one a bit more budget because I say set pieces, not set pieces, but there's the entire like dark corridor scene, isn't there? Where like Luke doesn't know where to go because it's 
If the man's trying to turn them all against each other, and he's trying to turn the three of them against each other. They have to pull Luke out of his dream and stuff, and it's all, all brilliant. Um, I need to rewatch it. I haven't seen it in ages. Actually, I need to get out rewatch. Yeah, I do. I need to rewatch the Sarah Jane Adventures. Um, do you know what my problem is? Right, I have nothing against it. I always watch the first two series and sort of give up, not because it's bad. I sort of have other other things come out, and I just can't miss it. So I must have seen series one and two millions of not millions, but many a time. Uh, yeah, um, no, I no, I feel on that. I I kind of watch them when they're alive. Um, yeah, I, I feel like the first two series are definitely more uh, connection with, um, but not. I think the rest of the series, I think as a whole, is great. I think my mum prefers the Sarah Jane Adventures to Dot Two, to be honest. I, um, I would say it's more consistent. No, yeah, I mean, I obviously, I mean, right, obviously, I do a podcast, so I'm a critique, but. Generally, I try, I try, especially with the episode of Doctor Who, so I try and be as positive as possible. But unfortunately, there are some episodes of Doctor Who that I just don't like. It's the same with Nathan. There are some Marvel things I don't like. Um, so I feel like there are more blunders. Obviously, there are more episodes of Doctor Who, but there are more blunders in Doctor Who than there are Sarah Jane Adventures. But there's not many Sarah Jane Adventures I'd skip. I think most of them are pretty solid or incredible. I, Yeah, I don't... There's Like you said, obviously, we'd... Dot two. Sometimes you can have a bad episode, like you said. I, I tried, try to take the most positive thing out of the thing, but I think the Sarah J Ventures there is not one. I think there are like weaker episodes, but uh, overall, like you said, I think it's like consistently so good. Like yeah, um, I want to go rewatch Sarah J Ventures now. <laughs> yeah, let's just um, do that. Sorry guys, I'll be back soon. Um, yeah, sorry, yeah, soon like a couple of weeks time. I've <laughs> binge watched it all. Um, yeah, so yeah, no, that's a really good choice. That's a really good choice. Yeah, definitely. Um, right, yeah. Offering number four, Mr. Marshall. Okay. Um, um, I was tra- as you were saying, I was trying to go through like the spin thinking like, but I can't really think of one. Um, I'm choose, gonna choose the sex cast. <laughs> Hang on, could yeah. could take a little side here to talk about this. What? It is horrifying, but not literally. Just the fact that any writer would come up with that as an idea. <laughs> we were talking about Moffat's inspirations for his villains. <laughs> what what inspiration did Chibnall have to go? Do you know what? Torchwood. Sex cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I just think it was, I think it was just done to kind of like set itself apart from Doctor Who, being like, this is not Doctor Who. This is like, it's its own adult thing. I, I think I think it was just to kind of like I think the the first few episodes of that um, is I think it's more just for kind of like shock value to set itself apart. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, like sex gas. Okay. Sex gas. I mean, again, I wonder how much um, research Chibnall had to do to. Um... Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> just saying, a lot of writers have to do a lot of research into their, you know, stuff. Um, um, Jesus, Chibnall. So you're saying you're not going gonna, with the sex gas? No, I am gonna. I'm gonna try and go for a Chibnall thing. Um, I'm gonna go. His 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 glasses. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with Tim Shaw. Let's do it. You're gonna you're gonna go with Tim Shaw. I'm gonna go with Tim Shaw. I would tend to agree with you. However, I believe this is to the point where at our age, we don't get too scared anymore. But 
if I was a kid, I would be scared of this thing. Yeah, it's um, I yeah, I, th- I think the first episode, I think the whole, I think the woman who fell to earth is re- quite gruesome. I, yeah, I, I say Tim Tim Shaw slash the woman who fell to earth, like um, it, it's a really, it's re- I think mean, it's quite dark. Like even though Joey's doctor is very like hopeful and it's um, it's got some really like gruesome deaths and. Um, it's pretty brutal, I think. Uh, um, yeah, like I said, with, with Tim Shaw, yeah, especially in the first episode, uh, his first appearance, um, like the, the tea thing, uh, that's just, I, 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 I love seeing the reaction videos in nine of that episode, people just going like, just like oh, uh, it's like, people, I don't know why people find that quite repulsive, but um, yeah, I say, obviously, uh, Sammy Oatley, um, I, I there was a really good uh, Phantom who do like online. Um, they've been doing like online interviews for like because obviously I haven't been able to do convention stuff. And there's a really good interview with Sammy Oatley and the director of uh, the Woman Who Fell to Earth and stuff like that. And like the, the process of going into like creating the character. That was so I highly recommend that. Um, but yeah, obviously, yeah. I, personally obviously it's like as a 20 year old something like i obviously don't find it scary but i think in a concept for like dot two monster um it, yeah obviously i don't think it was well utilized later on but i think in that episode like the gruesome deaths um like like the the i think there's a, there's a really great scene um which is kind of echoes back to like classic horror films um when you let you like that mechanics face off um, but you only you only get like you don't see it. Um, it's all described, um, and it kind of leaves you up to the imagination, which I think is like the best horror in a way. Yeah. Um, I think I think most horror films now it's like let's show you everything, let's show you every blood. Yeah, I think I'd agree with you, and I think that's why one of my favorite horror films was. Well, it's not really a horror because of that fact. Did you watch A Quiet Place from t- two years ago? That's a- that's a that's a pro- I didn't know what to expect of that, and I watched it. I was like, "Well, that was a really nice little short." Uh, and I and I yeah. was at that, and I was getting ready for the second one, and then, oh yeah, pandemic uh, happened. But there's so many good films to come out now. It's like yeah, it's going to be a bump a couple of years, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, it's it's crazy. I think just uh, do I think yeah, Tim uh, Tim Shaw. It's a really the design, I think, is the most scary thing. Sammy only does a great performance, don't you? Sammy only is great, but I think the design this is again, it's more of a design thing rather than something like the empty child, which is more in the performance, even though the gas mask can be quite scary. You don't look at the empty child and go, Oh, straight away, but when you look at Tim Shaw, you look at it and you go, Oh, like that, yeah, that's yeah, that's really cool. Um, as yeah, as well, I think I think the tea thing, the idea of that is really nice. They kind of laugh off as a joke in the episode, but the actual concept of like you know, he takes the teeth of his victims, really, really cool idea. So, yeah, there's yeah. a lot to him, sure. I, actually, I like, and I think as a kid, I go, That's a creepy bastard. Um, so yeah, I've, I've got so that's a good shout. My Chibnall thing, uh, I, I don't know what to pick. I, um, because there's a lot, but I can't tell which is the best. Because you've got the things from the witch finders that are pretty creepy. Um, you got uh, Dregs, Bene. Uh, uh, you know, you've got Handyman. Um, 
Yeah. I, could, I was, I was going to go for a Chad, but because I've already gone for the Cybern, I thought, oh, but that's a good Chad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but instead, I'm going to go actually with the uh, the Resolution Dalek. Ooh. Because I think it's one of yeah. the best characterizations of the Daleks ever. Um, and I will stick to this. I think it's one of the best Dalek episodes ever. And there's a lot of Jody here. It's like Jody's that had a great episode. This is it. This is this is probably looking back. I know I talked a great deal about series twelve. Loved it. This is probably my favorite. If you sat me down and went, "What's your favorite Jody episode?" This could be it. Um, apart from that scene I said earlier, um, I think this is so good. I think that it's so scary. That scene with all the soldiers towards the end when it's like blowing it all up, killing them. That's what I want from the Daleks, right? Uh, which I feel like Moffat didn't really get with them. He didn't, you could tell he didn't really like it. There was too much politics going on. Why have we got an asylum? Why Why have we got, like, you know what I mean? Let Daleks be Daleks. Let them kill, man. And that's what Chibnall did. He, I mean, there's no other episode in Doctor Who where the Dalek steals a card, pulls Grand Theft Auto. Like, I'm just saying. Yeah, imagine if you were told that before the episode, you'd be like, what? It what? sounds dumb, but it's the best thing ever. And um, Charlotte Ritchie, I believe, is who's the actor that has the Dalek on 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 the back. The entire episode is great. The whole the fact that the actual Dalek body is bigger it makes it look scarier. And then when it goes into the show, it's smaller, it's more compact, but it's ruthless. It's legitimately a scary characterization that kills a lot of people. Um, this sounds bad, but I wish it did kill Ryan's dad at the end. I know they wanted to go for like a, a nice wholesome start to the year. Part of me was like, if only, uh, you know, that did like a really big yeah. death. Uh, but apart from that, I think the characterization of the Dalek is ruthless. I think it's scary as hell. If I was a kid, and I, this was my first series, because we know obviously a lot of kids jumped on when Jody became the Doctor. If this was my first viewing of the Daleks, I think they're ruthless. And to quote uh, Van Staten himself, the ruthless bastard, um, if you know, you know. Um, I think, yeah, I think, I think, legitimately, I think Resolution is better than Dalek, and I'm going to stick to that. I think there's no other episode. If you ask me which which one I'd watch, I'd probably watch Resolution. Dalek is still great, by the way. Just say they're two two spectacular episodes. You clapped. Does that mean you're also a big fan of Resolution? Yeah, I, I think it's I've, Chibnall just blew out the part with that. It was, I think, I think the best stuff in that episode, even though I absolutely adore the Dalek blowing out the stuff. I think the most scary stuff is, like you said, out, being out of the shell. Like, that's such an interesting concept. Like, because obviously we we only we've only depicted the Dalek so far. It's like it's like at that point it's been like, what else can you do? And it's like, right, let's just have it. Let's just focus for like most of the episode on the creature, the actual not not the creature from the pit. No, I'm yeah, <laughs> at number five. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so I yeah I, I say absolutely second everything you've just said. Um, yeah, like because I think me and you have quite similar Chibnall opinions because we have uh, our favorite episode for series twelve is we're probably the only two people in the world that think it's the best episode from series twelve, right? I yeah I, I, I people right, like it, but I feel like a lot of people don't see it in the light that we it. do. Yeah, no. Um, the I yeah that episode oh, I love that episode. It, uh, like Nicola Tesla's Night of Terror is what we're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I no, I don't know many people that do actually. Um, I know a friend who who said to me after he's like that was the best paced episode of two I've like ever seen. I was like, yeah, cool. But yeah, yeah, that's that's just a great episode. Um, 
Yeah, no, we, we do actually. I think um I don't think we have many differing yeah. opinions apart from series one. That's all it is. Yeah, I think that's our kind of like <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the breaking point. Okay, your final offering. So so far you've had the Vasta Narada, you've had the Tenth Planet, you've had Tim Shaw, and I'm missing one. Oh, um, the 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 Krenoin. Okay. So number five. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to try and go for an episode, I reckon. Oh, nice. Got, yeah, something like monster stuff. Um, I have to do the same thing. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be hard to pick one. Um. It's got to be you. No, sorry. Um. (laughs) I was gonna, I was gonna say one, but I thought I'm not, and I'll explain why in a minute. Ooh. Um. Damn it. Uh. Let's go for. Um. I'm gonna say Brain and Morbius. Let's do that. Let's do that. Another yeah. Uh, another one that I've not seen because I'm still waiting for Adam to hit me up in the DMs and oh, say, okay. let's watch Better Morbius. However, I'm aware of the concept. I know what it's about and it is terrifying. <laughs> but for the listeners that haven't and myself, would you like to explain? Actually, you know, explain which one you didn't put in first. Midnight. Ooh, okay. Yeah, no, I get that one. Um, Only because of... I was gonna say it's not a stereotypical. It's quite a stereotypical choice, like. But I, 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 I think it's, I think it's great. But I, I don't think. Um, I, yeah, I think it's great, but don't scare me at all. Really, it's not really. Because you are a hard man. You. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you can't. If you're being before me, I'm not scared. Um, yeah, Br- yeah, Brendan Warbius. Um, so, yeah, similar type of thing. It's like the body. I, I don't know why, like body horror, like. <laughs> it's really creeps me out, I think. Um, but yeah, like uh, it's obviously kind of like similar to well, I was gonna say similar to uh, obviously the haunting of Lady Dati. That whole Hinchcliffe era of like, I think that should just be like a whole shout in itself. Um, with it being plays on uh, sort of ho- horror, hammer horror stuff from like back in the day. Um, but yeah, it, it's basically uh, this. Uh, I can't the scientist's name, but he's uh, sort of a scientist. Yeah, uh, is uh, resurrecting uh, Morbius. Obviously, that connects the series to. There's quite a lot of linkages, actually. <laughs> I think that. Um, but yeah, like, obviously, you see him slowly uh, um, come to life. Uh, there's some like the science lab is really gruesome. Uh, the sort of like compartments of like uh he's got a claw hand and a normal hand and um, a jar for a head um yeah yeah it's just a really great episode uh, obviously the sister of the khan as well um really like the the planet is really spooky and obviously they're kind of like religious cult type thing <laughs> um uh um but but yeah no yeah just the like like, like Morbius itself is just like a real threat, similar to like Tim Shaw, like um, like the the creature and the performance, like with both that and Tim Shaw, um, like enhance that. Like obviously it's great design, but 
yeah, it kind of doubles that as well. Um, but but no, yeah, it's just a, a, a great. I think it's a really great episode. Um, Adam's probably going to be like, "Why did you pick Pyramids of Mars?" Um, because but, it's uh, not scary, Adam. It's just brilliant. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So just a kind of similar choice I made before, like the body, kind of body horror scare and science lab and. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go a similar pick to you, but instead of going for the, uh, I'm going to go for another Cyberman episode. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I'm going to say uh, the Tomb of the Cybermen. Nice. Because, nice. again, similar to, but I think this is where it comes down to a matter of opinion, but I think the Cybermen and Tomb of the Cybermen are slightly more scarier in what they do compared to what they actually do in... I think the Mondastian have better design, but what I'm saying is what they do in the episode, the Cybermen do a lot more scarier things within the yeah. story of Two Cybermen. Um, and I think they're really cool. You get the Cybermats. That's really good. And you have the Doctor, Patrick Trout, is so good at building up this tomb and saying, we shouldn't be doing anything. This is going to be a hell's going to break loose. You shouldn't... So a great build-up in the first two parts. So at the end, at the beginning of part three, when you have them come out and they go, you will be like us. And it's all... all and then Toberman turns on them. Does that they've got Toberman and then he breaks out. Poor old Toberman. Um, yeah. probably, probably not the best characterization, but I love him anyway. Um no, not yeah, quite racist, isn't it? Really, quite racist. But yeah. Toberman, he saves the day at the end, and he sacrifices yeah. himself. Good old yeah. Toberman. Like you, there's that famous scene where like he's at the end of things, like versus one side man, and it's like, I think he back. goes. I think he goes. I think also he says Toberman strong, which is yeah. just not a right thing to say. No, no, no. But um, he sacrificed himself, uh, and um, it's really cool. You have the really good scene, but where they're all going for a nap and. Uh, Victoria uh, is sort oh, of. Oh God, yeah. Yeah, you have the scene where the the doctor's like, I can remember my family sometimes up here. No one in the universe can do what we're doing. Uh, it's really good. So you, you have like the cyber gun things as well. That like if you, you know, could shoot you and stuff. You have the great like. You have the people that are actually just trying to join forces with the Cybermen, and it's just a, it's a great episode, and I think it's quite terrifying. There's a great sequence. The sequence are all breaking out of tomb. I imagine again for the sixties would be horrifying. I think it's just a great package. It's four parts. I like first of all, the 10th Planet. I'd say as an episode, it's slightly stronger. It might not be as scary as 10th Planet, but I'd say if you had to get to pick one to watch, I'd probably watch Two of the Cybermen. Yeah, for me, I think Two of the Cybermen is like, I could watch it again and again and again. It is a timeless episode. Hey! Um, <laughs> it might, it probably is my favourite Patrick Tratton story uh, and probably one of my favourite Simon stories. Um, yeah, um, like I remember, I remember as a kid watching again, watching the early kind of stuff, like as one of the first Simon stories I saw. Um, and like you said, the them cut the tomb, it's just like iconic. It's just like it feels like a film as well. It's crazy, like you think how it, it looks like massive, and it's yeah, yeah, and obviously, them, um, them like popping out <laughs> the uh, hello, styrofoam, like, yeah, um. Uh, it, yeah, it's quite it's quite funny like that. Um, like I remember watching Ark in Space again from like the child's perspective, and it was like I never knew it was bull rap. So I was like, oh, that's pretty great. So I thought you said I know you said bull rap, but I thought you said I never knew I never knew it was bull rap, and I was like, bull rap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just randomly pops in, like Ark in Space. <laughs> the, the best, the best spaceship in Kazakhstan. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
I make <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. laughs> oh, He just I want, comes I, along with like, <laughs> I want Paul Wright and Doctor Who now just to pop up in the oh, middle of the <laughs> Imagine if he was like doing a Sleep No More episode. Oh, but that would have been a great. That would have been a great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just, oh. Right. Well, there we go. We laid down everything. So now I think we yeah. should. I think we should rank. We should do a top ten list. We've laid. We've done ten things. So you, you said the Vashti Narada. You said also the the Crinoids. You said yeah. the tenth planet. You also said. Or something else. <laughs> Two other things. <laughs> oh god, I forgot. Uh, uh, Crinoid, Tenth Planet. Best uh, of the world. Too sure. Brain of Morbius. Is that it? So you did Crinoid, Best of the Tenth Planet. Uh, do Tim Shaw, Brain of Morbius. Five. Cool. Okay. I said <laughs> Angie and Artie. Um, <laughs> I also said the Nightmare Man. I said Christ. Uh, I said um, two of the Cybermen. Empty Child. You say Nightmare Man. Yes, I've done the night. Said uh, I said first of all, Angie Naughty. Then I sorry about this, guys. Uh, this is how much planned we. we <laughs> this wasn't planned. Yeah. We could have written it down. Uh, so Angie Naughty, Nightmare Man, uh, Empty Child. Two of the Cybermen. Our oh, resolution, resolution. Yeah, yeah. So then we have to rank them. At number 10 out of all of those, I can't particularly say the ones that you've not seen, but at number 10, should we agree? And Gene Arty got to go at number 10, because not only was it a joke pick, but am I actually terrified of them? No. So number 10, they go. Okay. What would you say number nine is? We got rid of the joke one. That is a solid nine. Okay. Um, I'm going to say resolution. Ooh, okay. Great, but it's put out of fear factors. We like. Yeah, it's like top trumps. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fear factor. Uh, yeah, no, I'd say it's resolution. Um, next up, I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna put your corner, and I'm gonna go with uh, Seeds of Doom, the Crinoids. Not only because I haven't seen it, but just because I think. Out of the other concepts we got going, mm. probably lean more towards that being number eight. Okay. Um, you sounded really upset about that. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Like, uh, <laughs> no, no. Crack on. That's fine. Yeah. Um, number seven. I was going to put Tomb of the Sidemen, I think. Um, Ooh, okay. And then Tenth Planet above that, maybe. Oh, that is yeah. That is difficult because, like you said, like the design in the tenth planet is like really creepy um i really i think the, is there a taste that i can't remember but like when they will get destroyed in, at the end and all like they will just like dissolve that's horrible but um i think they're better utilizing to the side men oh so you want to put you want to put tenth planet below two seven six yeah it, it's kind of it's a difficult one because it's like design over um substance isn't it? yeah yeah, yeah. Weird. I okay, we'll go. We'll, we'll put 10th planet and then two, okay. which leaves our top five being uh, Nightmare Man, right, Nightmare Man, <laughs> our Empty Child. So that's my two. I think there's three of yours left. Rain and Morbius is still left. Yeah, Tim Shaw is still going, and then 
Rashford around it. Rashford around. I'm gonna put Tim Shaw at number five. I actually think he is pretty. Yeah. When we were talking about it, I actually think he is a pretty scary cat. Yeah, um, yeah. I think he's quite, he quite um, under uh, underrated. I yeah. think I think it's because he was unfortunately in the battle of Ranskrav Kolos and they didn't put him in a better episode. Um, yes. Hmm. There you go. So Tim Shaw number five. We have got four left. Nightmare Man. We got number man. Uh, why do I keep forgetting? <laughs> Nightmare Man, Vashon Narada. Uh, Predator Morbius. Predator Morbius. Um, oh, Christ's sake. <laughs> oh, no. Why did we not write this down? No, why do we not? We're sorry, that? viewers. We're very sorry. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. sorry, oh, sorry. Ch- empty child. Empty child. Okay, okay, right. I'm going to have Brad and Morbius fourth, but I've not seen it, so you can completely... Yeah, no, definitely, it. definitely. Um, so the top three is quite difficult, because they're all in a similar vein. I think I got a top three. Yeah, do you want to have different top threes? Okay, then. Right, so number, say, th- uh, number three, yeah. I would have put The Empty Child. Tim Shaw. Tim Shaw wasn't left, mate. He's gone. He was number oh. five. <laughs> oh, Nightmare Man, sorry. Oh, my God. You've right, right. <laughs> um, put Nightmare Man number three, okay. Right, number three and Nightmare Man, then. I'm going to put Empty Child. And then number two, I had Fashion and Rada. Yeah. And yeah, then I my number one, number one was the Nightmare Man. Where's your number one, Savage Child? Yeah, so we swapped like, yeah. <laughs> one and three. Okay, so let's talk about it. So we'll go third. Well, so do you want to talk about the Fashion Rada first? Because it came second. Yeah. Again, I'm going to say great concept, but unfortunately wasn't as scary when it was physically in in the actual suits, which is why it's gone down. It's still, they're still great when they're in the suits, but I don't think they're as terrifying as either the empty child or the nightmare man when they're actually in the suits. Um, yeah, no, I, I think um, when there's more kind of like the, sh- the creepy shadow type thing. Yeah. I, I think it definitely works. Yeah. But I, I do love the design. I do love when they can move about and stuff. I think but yeah, I think they're the most scariest when it's like you don't know, and obviously then, and then it's like you, I like in the episode when you kind of got like these scenes are just talking, and they're like, oh, um, that person, and like, oh. and that person then starts repeating themselves, and it's like, yeah, oh. yeah, little little like, oh, that's kind of, it's like, um, oh no, oh no, um, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I they they were they did actually come back for an adventure game. Yeah, the gunpowder plot, I believe it was. Was it? Was it? No, that was some TARDIS. Uh, I can't remember the name of it, but they, they was were... It, it was the TARDIS one, wasn't it? it was, was it a TARDIS one? There was a TARDIS one. Or was it the... the, the, the it was, they were underwater, weren't they? Yeah, it was underwater base. Yeah. There was like... I mean, there was like five eventually. Hang on. Google is your friend. Yeah, it always is, yeah. <laughs> I, I always think that sometimes. Like, you're chatting and you think, why have we not just Googled it? <laughs> I think right. people just like to kind of like come up with their own guesses, being like, oh, "I I know this, I know this." Like, yeah, there's a there's a Dardic one, the Sideman one, episodes. Yeah. Thick of the Daleks, Blood of the Cyberman, Tardis, Shadows of the Vashtan Narada. Boom. And then I- it was a gun pounder plot. I think. I really wish they were still available. It would be amazing. No, not at all. Oh, no, not are they. Yeah, I, I had so much fun playing. That was, um, that was. Let's let's do a let's do a YouTube walkthrough. Imagine, 
Um, that'd be great for the channel just to do okay. the adventure game. You know, I, I, I think I used to do that when I used to get stuck on levels. I used to just, just go, how do you do this? Let's have a look. <laughs> Skip to like that section. But um, yeah, there's the, the really more uh, creepy when you sort of um, have them out uh, just being a shadow as cool. opposed to a walking zombie type thing. Yeah. So now we need to just decide on them, but we've got a straight fight between the empty child and the nightmare man to decide who is the spooks of the spooks of all of Doctor Who. Who is more spooks? You think of the child? I think that my man. They're very similar. They, they, yeah, they are. I think, I think the Nightmare Man. It, like, if you, I think, I think the Nightmare Man would probably be the scariest if you were in that scenario. Because if you were like, oh, here's your fears. Like you cannot, nobody can escape that. Do you mean yep. you are screwed? <laughs> but, True. But then again, I think the physical embodiment of the empty child looks scarier. Yeah. So do you know what? I'm going to give it to the empty child as well, just because of the cultural mm. effect it's had. So the winner of the Spooks Doctor Who competition Halloween 2020 Thomas podcast is the empty child. Well done. You've done it, empty child. I think a lot of people will be happy with that. To be I fair. think they will be. Uh, Nightmare Man, you came in second, but you did yeah. proud. So I think we, we, I think we've gone through some. I was trying to go for some more like obscure. Yeah, like not the obvious. Well, like, Weeping Angels didn't appear, so I guarantee I'll get some hate. Where were the Weeping Angels? They're not scary. They were in their first appearance. They're not anymore. Um, also, yeah, that was that was definitely a kind of like you said a, a thing of it being like, like if they were just kept that. If they were just in Blink, that would have been crazy. Yeah. yeah. But no. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I just want to say as well, I hope everyone had a happy Halloween before oh, yeah. we wrap this up. I hope you had a good time. We had a good time. Uh, apparently, we're doing back-to-back quizzings, though, mate, because Friday night, we've got a Doctor Who Virtual Pop quiz, apparently. <laughs> yeah, we haven't spoken about it yet, but yeah, I was thinking, like, hope that works out fine. But that'd be cool. The uh, back-to-back quiz. If it, yeah, back-to-back quizzings. It should be good fun. Uh, so awesome stuff uh i guarantee you'll be on my team again and we will uh destroy them all uh no uh <laughs> i love them dearly but no so yeah it's really good fun hope you guys enjoyed the uh the timeless quiz i don't know how well it went we don't know yet how well it went no. but it happened i'm um, sure both will be in good jest well both will be in good jest mine will probably uh have more alcohol in it because um, who's going to do your uh, quizzes or wash alongs? Mate, there's there's a lot of alcohol. I I'm not a heavy drinker. Like I don't drink every no, evening, no. but it's just everything. Everything content-wise is made more fun with alcohol. Um, watch uh, the deep breath. Watch along will be coming out next Friday. So uh, so this Friday you got the quiz. It's Saturday and Halloween night. You've got a live quiz. Wow. You well, you did. You did. So this actual Friday. This Friday, this actual Friday for you guys coming out is the deep breath watch along with Reese. Help me out if I forget anyone. With Reese, Beef, yes. John, Adam, Owen. Was that it? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Yes. Maybe Aaron. Maybe Aaron wasn't there. Oh, okay, okay. Aaron wasn't there because we had to. We had to. Like, we had to make tons of zooms. There you go. There's a little insight for you. Um, you guys might know that in the actual thing. But we had to make tons of zooms in between, and there's a lot of editing and cutting. Um, yeah. But that's a good time. Uh, it's deep breath, and every time they say the word doctor, it does it with Clara. I did the math in the end. It's over 30 times they say that. 
um, which resulted after the stroke. Arch says now. One guy had a bad head the next day, was he? Um, yeah, no, yeah, he had a bad head the next day. I threw up after. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, well, you know about this. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there you go. You, you wouldn't hear it on the stream or anything because it was like an hour or a half after the stream. I, I, I stopped drinking after that as well. But yeah, there you go. That's fun. But it's a fun time with some fun people. But no, yeah, please do uh, also go check out the Dr. Virtual Pub quiz while you're at it. Because uh, they'll probably do another one after the one they did last weekend. Uh, in your time, they'll probably do another one in a couple of weeks' time at the Doctor Who PU one, I believe. Um, Reese, want to plug anything? I know you said you didn't have anything coming out, but just in case. Uh, I don't, but uh, if you're subscribed to Gallifrey Paradise on YouTube, I'm sure you won't miss any more content. But yeah, uh, I have no idea. What I sort of just go with the moment. I'm not with the YouTubes that are like, uh, kind of like just planning oh every tuesday or whatever i just do it when i feel like i have a video <laughs> so yeah absolutely yeah uh there's not much for me else to plug just uh follow the twitter um uh, at That's the timeless cool. pods and listen to other podcasts if you haven't already follow me on twitter myself at alex king underscore dom and uh yeah hope you guys have a good time enjoy bonfire night I guess is that still do people still do stuff? So it's not under the virus stuff. I guess socially distance, but it might be difficult. Uh, tar barrels, just, you know. <laughs> um, fireworks. Have a good time, guys. We'll see you next week for something because I haven't planned it yet. But when when it comes out, you'll know. Thank you for being on again, Reese. It's been an absolute pleasure my to pleasure, talk to you. Pleasure, and uh, we'll speak to you guys soon. Stay safe. Take care, and uh, yeah, have a good time. Bye.